What's up, sisters? On this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast, I'm going to address the question of when. When is the best time to start prioritizing your hormonal health so that it is easiest on you to stay consistent, so that you get the best results, so that you get ahead of greater hormonal dysfunction? When we choose the right time to begin focusing on our hormonal health, and balancing our hormones, especially during the perimenopause and menopause years when we are constantly battling overwhelm in life, it can feel like the difference between riding an escalator and riding one going in the wrong direction. Hormonal balancing can be simple, but hard if you take the steps at the wrong time. So let's dive in and let me walk you through how to make it simple and easier for you. But first, before I do that, I do want to thank you so much for the reviews and the ratings on the podcast. They mean the world to me. It gives me feedback and uh, an opportunity to respond according to the topics specifically that you are needing. So please keep them coming. Keep the reviews coming. I appreciate it greatly. I appreciate you passing this along to all of the women in your life who need it. More women need to understand that this is really and that it can be easier and they don't have to be suffering. And that, I think, is the value of us being sisters, right? Okay, so grab your pen and paper or your audio notes. Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, sister girlfriends, how are you feeling in your body today? If you've been listening for a while to my podcast or or following me on social media, or if you've ever been any in any of my protocols or any of my trainings, you know that I love this question. We are so quick to tell our bodies how they look or how they should feel or what they should be doing or what they should not be doing or what they are not doing for us. And, and I'll be honest that this is a practice for me too. In a society where we are constantly inundated by marketing for food and fashion and beauty products, it's easy to get caught up in the outside in. And I have to consciously remind myself to check in with my body and how it is feeling. Is it tired? Is it stiff? Is it sore? Am I clenching my stomach because it's uncomfortable? Something's bothering it. When you begin to make this shift a habit, not only do you start to hear what your body is whispering to you before it begins to scream in demand with intense moodiness 
or cramps or fatigue or brain fog or cravings or weight gain, etc. And, and that's really what your body is doing, right? It starts by just whispering to us, but we have been so trained to ignore those whispers and look outside of ourselves. We don't even hear it. And then we don't hear it and we don't hear it and we don't hear it. And then all of a sudden it's screaming at us in these different symptoms so that we honestly are so frustrated that we can no longer ignore them. When you begin to shift into this habit of asking yourself how you feel, you can start to catch those whispers earlier and you start to create a powerful bond of trust between your mind and your body that you know what is right for you. And that is truly the way we begin to live a life in alignment with ourselves and stop feeling so exhausted from fighting our natural rhythms. Think about it. It is exhausting trying to be something you are not. When we relax and go with the flow of our bodies, everything becomes easier and our body begins to release the unwanted weight, heal more effortlessly, build in energy, and so on. This is what we want to be focused on. When I began to really struggle with my hormones, I thought the answer was to push harder because that's what the world tells us, right? Do more. You're gaining weight. You don't feel good. You need to have a more intense morning routine. You need to do all of these things in this order and that will help you get there. You need to do a harder workout. You need to eat this way or less like that. Now, for me, I had already created these healthy habits, you know, daily fitness, balanced nutrition, waking up early for my morning miracle routine. So when things started to go south for me, I just doubled down on this. And two things I want to share here. If you aren't someone who has established these habits already like I had, This is extra challenging because you're trying to change your habits when you're already depleted on energy. And since we know that willpower is not in fact a muscle that we can strengthen, that's an old wives tale, but instead it's actually an energy that we run out of each day, then you're automatically set up for failure, right? Because you're starting your day and you're trying you're already depleted from these hormonal imbalances and from your body going against a flow all day long. And then you run out of energy by the time those weaker moments come, right? Those afternoon cravings, those nighttime cravings. And so it's extra challenging and and virtually impossible for you to fight the natural habits of your body. Um So if you, again, if you aren't someone who's established in these habits, this is going to be hard because we know that, we know this, and and you're in a way automatically setting yourself up for failure. But if you are like me, your double down efforts also end up in burnout because you're fighting against a rhythm that is going in the opposite direction and you will burn yourself out. Simply put, in perimenopause, our body begins to elevate in cortisol and decrease in progesterone. The elevated cortisol is exacerbated by all of the natural stresses of this time in our life, right? And the decreased progesterone symbiotically increases the estrogen production, adding a whole host of issues to our daily discomforts, like weight gain, 
hormone swings or, or mood swings, heavy periods, cravings, more cramps and, and more intense PMS, you know, that we, we aren't used to, poor sleep, which of course adds to more cortisol to the body, and then the cycle gets worse. So whether you are someone who has quote unquote healthy habits already or not, you're kind of screwed either way. So what do we do now? And, and I really don't want you to stress because I am here to give you hope. I have three tips to help you better understand when the best time is for you to make changes so that you're giving yourself the best chance at results, making them easier to stick and stay sane with. These will give you guidelines to start balancing your hormones. Are you ready? All right. Number one, when do we actually know it's time, like it's bad, and how bad is it? So there are two levels here, and knowing which one you fall into helps you know what path to start on. Are you someone who normally feels healthy and fit, and you're just beginning to notice that you aren't feeling like yourself? If that's you, then yes, you want to start right away, of course, but not with a major overhaul. Where you want to start is to take a look at your four key health pillars and make sure you're checking those boxes each and every day. I've definitely talked about this in past episodes, but to summarize that for you, your four health pillars are sleep. You want to make sure you are getting enough sleep. You're protecting that sleep rhythm, that going to bed at night. Um, and doing whatever you need to in order to get those seven to nine hours. Movement, okay, so we do want 30 minutes to move our bodies every single day, but we don't want hard workouts during our period that's taxing our body further. Nutrition, we want to make sure that we are eating sort of three balanced meals, not grazing all day long and not skipping meals because that's going to balance um, our blood sugar a lot better and keep us in a low stress zone. And of course, joy and mindset. Are you having fun in your life? And if not, it's time to find some. So those are those four health pillars. Now, if you are someone who is having major symptoms, like you cannot get through the day with consistent energy, um, you are doing the things and you're putting on weight, or you have intense cravings, or you're often waking up at night and you can you simply cannot sleep at least seven to nine hours, no matter how hard you try, you can't lose weight, then this is when we know it is time to be a bit more aggressive on our symptoms. This is when it's a great time to take action on like a gut or hormone health protocol, not a hard workout program that requires nutrition depletion or calorie depletion. What we want to do is repair the body, not stress it out more. And don't forget that working out can be a good stressor on the body. That is what can change the body. But if you're already in a very stressed out place, what we need is to heal and conserve and protect by following, again, you know, a good gut or, or hormone health protocol, like the one that I offer every single month, or you, you want to just avoid these hard workout programs at this time, not forever, but at this time until we can bring ourselves back to this stage of life where we are able to tick off our four health pillars that I mentioned earlier, and it's not so challenging for us, right? We can just kind of come back to that baseline. And I know this, so whenever I come back from vacation mode or maybe a, a more intense time in life where I am, I cannot keep my eye on my nutrition 
nutrition so long or my I'm just not as focused. All I need know that I need to do is come back to my routine and, and get back to ticking those four boxes. Now, if I get to a place where I simply cannot be sleeping through the night or or I'm really noticing significant shifts in my hormones and my moods and my cravings, then I know it's time for this overhaul. All right, so that was number one. Number two, when is the best time in our cycle, in our actual hormone rhythm, in this 28-day cycle or this infradian rhythm to, to do this, to begin starting things? And that is, the answer to that is very simply your follicular phase. Your follicular phase is the first week to 10 days after you finish bleeding. Now, if you do not bleed for whatever reason, maybe you've had a hysterectomy or maybe you're on birth control or maybe, you know, you, um, you're you in menopause already and so you are no longer bleeding, I don't want you to stress. You can still follow this. You can choose to track your period yourself and just pay attention to your body or you can start by tracking it with the moon. Now, the waxing moon, which is the period of time when the moon is getting bigger, is your follicular phase. This follicular phase is so key because it's a time when our cortisol levels are the lowest in our hormone rhythm. It is the time when our metabolism is the slowest. So we have more energy. We um, can handle a lot more at that time. We even have more coordination. So that is a perfect time for us to start creating new habits. So whether you are starting a gut or hormone health protocol or whether you are in a place where you can start a new intense workout program or a new intense eating plan, this is an ideal time to begin because what it allows you to do is create new neural pathways, new pathways and habits in your body while you're strong enough to handle it. And that you can double down on that as you move into your ovulation phase and start to wane down for a bit of a break through your luteal into your menstrual. But again, that follicular phase, that waxing moon, that period of time after you bleed, great time to actually begin. All right, tip number three, the last tip for you. When is the best time in our life to do an overhaul or start something new that's going to help us feel better? I'm going to tell you right now, it is not when you are going through major trauma or major work projects or major child needs. And by major trauma, I mean maybe someone in your love, your life that you love very much is, is ill or passing, or maybe you're going through a divorce or major relationship issues. That is not a time for you to start new habits. It is a time for you to rest, for you to get your mind in a good place, for you to be surrounded by people you love and find joy, right? We really need to protect that energy and protect, you know, the rising cortisol levels in our body. So when you're going through major trauma or you have a huge period of time, you know, where it's major work projects are due. I think about teachers and, you know, report card time. I think about accountants during tax season. You know, whatever whatever business or career path you're in, we do typically have a busier season. That's not the time for you to create new habits, right? Because we want to have the most energy and most focus to be able to give to this at that time. Um, it's, it's not a good time when your child is going through a hard thing because that demands a lot of effort and energy on us as well. All that being said, know that if you are never finding a month where your life pendulum can swing toward you, it's probably time for some lifestyle changes. 
But as a mother and someone who runs their own business, there are periods of time in the year where I know, okay, this is going to be a busy season for me. Living, Working in the health and fitness world, obviously January is a really big time for people to dive into their, you know, their health. So it's not a good time for me to dive into my health. December, November, much better times for me to create my habits so that I am in peak performance to help other people. Likewise, as a mom with kids, you know, kids are going back to school August, September, not an ideal time for me to be trying to create new habits in myself when I need to be there to support the people I love going through their new habit creation. So really take a look at your year strategically as the CEO of your body and figure out when is a good time for you to start find that follicular pocket, know which pathway you need to go, whether it is a full gut and hormone health protocol or whether it is a new workout routine and some joy you need to add to your life. And you will find that getting results and staying consistent, which of course is the key to getting results, will be so much easier on you. And come on, don't we just want things to be easier? One of my favorite things I hear from my one-on-one clients is like, oh my gosh, I lost weight and it was easy. That's my goal. All right, sisters, I hope that helps you today. Please reach out if you have a topic I can talk to you about. You know, if you if you have a specific struggle, if you have someone in your life who you feel like could add to these conversations, please invite in, in, invite them to get to know me. Please introduce us, reach out. I am here for you as I hope you are here for me. Have an amazing, amazing day. And again, I would love it if you could share a post or story on social, how you leaned into one of these tips and tag me so I can share it on my stories. And don't forget, we want in life to be more in our life and not just less on the scale. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.